Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast 40 for 40 Bowl Previews. You are truly blessed and oh so sensuously so because this is the Quiet Storm edition for the Citrus Bowl. Oh, the Citrus Bowl. What would your Quiet Storm nickname be, Ryan? You know, the Quiet Storm being the R&B love-making music format popular through much of the 90s and into the 2000s, even still extant now. Uh, usually people had a name. What would your name be? Well, you've you've seen a picture. I mean, most people, I assume at this point, know what I look like and mm-hmm. how, how, pallid, how pallid my skin is. So I'm going to go yeah. swim. I'm going to go with black ice. <laughs> I think you're more of a freezing fog. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was going to go to winter storm pleasure. Either that or dew point. It's up to you. Do- <laughs> Ooh. Johnny, yeah, John, you have doe eyes. John, Ronnie, I'm going to call you Ronnie dew point. Ronnie dew point. <laughs> J- Jason, you got one? For, uh, for who? For you. You can't give yourself a storm okay, name. Do you have one for Holly then? Because we were really struggling to come up with one for her. Yeah, it's easy. Squally. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> okay, DJ Low Pressure Front. <laughs> I, I like that one. That's good. What's your uh, What's yours then? Mine. Yeah. Wintry mix. Wintry mix. Yeah, well, no, I, it's the wintry mix with surly frost. That's how we intro the show. The human tumbleweed. The human tumbleweed. The, the tumbleweeds are like light and lofty. Okay. Like if you made an adamantium tumbleweed. The sticky tumble, the dense tumbleweed. It'd be <laughs> the neutron yeah. tumbleweed. The neutron tumbleweed's actually the, the, amazing. It's the doesn't tumbleweed. Ooh, my would be, my, the tr- uh, wait no no guys the trundleweed. Oh, I thought you were gonna say fat gambit. No, the trundleweed. <laughs> uh, I I was gonna go with Thunder Snow Rollins as my name. Thunder I Snow talk Rollins. Fat gambit. I don't know why I'm trying. <laughs> The Citrus Bowl features Louisville versus LSU. Fat Gambit, all right. Yes, Fat. We'll go straight. We'll go straight from Fat Gambit into the most Gambit-esque coach currently coaching in FBS. That would be Ed Ogeron, who we have to pretend we like now, right, Holly? Apparently, he's not a trash person, so that's interesting. But it's it's funny. He's oof. Shrug off all those Katrina stories, and man, this is one of the least repellent redemption stories this year. Oh, hey, Bobby Petrino. Look at that. I thought you were going to go Lane Kiffin with that, but... Yeah, no, we we got Kiffin, but Kiffin is already short... He's already short-circuited his own. Jokes about what Lane Kiffin said. Yeah. We will get to that. Or not. That's fine, too. Um, Or not. Yeah, we don't have to until until the title game podcast, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, the th- what I like about LSU's approach to this bowl already. So a lot of bowls have competitive eating contests between the teams. We mentioned the hot chicken contest for the Music City Bowl, and of course there's the beef bowl for the Rose. Um, but LSU just went out on their own and was like, "Yeah, we want to eat a shitload of wings, please." Is there? Is this like a spirit thing? Nah, just sort of just want to cram as many chicken parts into our bodies as possible. Thank you. Well, I'd like to hear Coach O describing this. Like, well, we, we just decided to challenge ourselves. The only man who can out-eat a Louisiana man is a Louisiana man. 
I, I figured the angel got a wing. Why not Coach O get 18 wings at once? Every time you hear the a bell, total... Coach O go to eat another dozen wing. Now, mind you, the total number, as reported by a Buffalo Wild Wings manager, of wings eaten by the LSU football team in the Citrus Bowl wing bowl ahead of the matchup with Louisville was 4,000. 4,000. Followed by the quote of Ed Orgeron saying, after asked how many wings did Ed Orgeron eat, quote, a lot. I like wings, unquote. Do <laughs> you think he ate the bones? Oh, no question. Well, that's think, a nugget. I think if you slathered it in buffalo sauce, he'd eat swimmies. <laughs> that's delicious. That's roughage. It go right through you. To Ed Orgeron, any food is a nugget as long as he believes in himself. Any food is a nugget. How many of you worked in the restaurant industry, though? Me. Okay, so you did. Briefly. Jason, did you get any experience? Briefly, yeah. Okay. What leads you to believe that a restaurant manager would accurately report any number, much less the number of wings eaten? Ooh, fair. Yeah, no, they're lying about everything all they're the time. They're really busy microdosing on ketamine. The number came from LSU, didn't it? Are, are no. they trying to make themselves sound more big and powerful? It came from the B. It, it came from the BW three owner, right? It came from the Buffalo Wild Wings manager, which leads me to believe. You already have that, one podcast about bowls trying to get rid of remaindered food. <laughs> welcome to that's, Orlando. Welcome to that's Orlando. What this, that's, that's what this entire here, right? system Remain- is about. Orlando is about remaindered people eating remaindered food. So I have two oh. questions. Um, first. Of the 4,000, how many of those wings do you think were dangerously undercooked? Mm, I'd say at least 500. Okay. 40%. Okay. Well, those are two very different answers. Um, Question two, how badly do you feel for the hotel staff that had to go into those rooms to change the linens the next day? We're back to it. We just got through Gary Patterson at Taco Bell. We're no, going to go back. This is a different thing. This is a different thing. This is not about sweats. It's about farts. It's about young intelligence. No, it, it was it was Gary Patterson's farts that oh, um that I, I did thought, it, Ryan. That I, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should we should steer clear of this or Holly will drop out. Abort. Of the abort. Fine. Abort. We'd like her to stay because otherwise we got to recut this. You don't want that. It's more work for you. Oh yeah, because I clearly put a lot of work into it. More than us, buddy. Yep. Good night. There is that. Oh, shit. No, no, no. Pull up, pull up, pull up. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about Todd Grantham? I'd love to talk about big, big old Let's dumb Todd Grantham. Farts. That sounds better. <laughs> that sounds more palatable than Todd Grantham, who's like a living fart. I bet you could bait him into eating the bones as some sort of toughness thing. I don't I, think very hard. I mean, I don't like to come out and just say that you don't like somebody or think somebody's a total idiot. Man, I think Todd Grantham would just – I think he'd drown if you left him, like, right side up in the rain. Like, I I do not think this is a bright man at all. He's just he's just always looking for trouble is the thing. Like, it, no, al- I, it feels like everything Todd Grantham does is an opportunity to display his masculinity. Well, you know, Todd Grantham, when you talk about how badly they were beaten – like, I was at that Houston-Louisville game – and it is so predictable because when they start to get frustrated, he calls plays emotionally. Like, if you've I just actually, said... You've actually watched the other staff key onto this. Like, no! I've watched the other staff own his emotions. I've watched the other staff capitalize on his dumbness. Like, on his inherent dumbness. It's like watching somebody collapse at a blackjack table. Where they're like, like boy, I, that was a bad beat there. Oh, hit on 18. Oh, uh, 
Jesus, double down. Oh my God, what are you doing? Why are you throwing chips? I was also at that Houston Louisville game, and I'll be honest, I came there to see if Todd Grantham would fight another coach on the field, which is all I'm ever interested in when I'm at a game involving Todd Grantham. Watching Tom Herman's staff playing I'm Not Touching You Can't Get Mad from across the (laughs) sideline was equally satisfying on an emotional level. Holly, we will not name names, but people in the writer's booth, right, in the press box said, oh, yeah, oh, right. on the Hold other on. side of you from the outlet we'll, we will not name. Like, right before they went on the field, was like, oh, here comes this play. Yeah, they were like, here come the emotional blitzes. <laughs> A-gap blitz, A-gap blitz, A-gap blitz. Every exactly. time. Like, I, will every, sa- yeah. I will sack you until my father loves me. <laughs> exactly. It's like the, the 14-year-old on Madden who his options are rage quit, punt block. And he just <laughs> leans on the ladder. Yeah, oh, not- Grantham is the guy who his like his reaction to the game not going his way isn't the controller's no good. It's you know if I scream loudly enough, I can reverse the polarity of the Earth on its axis. I I will say this every time he has mentioned this is the man who was yes hired by Jim Mora, Jim Mora Senior. Strike by one. This way. is the man who Mark Richt called a dumbass. <laughs> What do you do to get the pastor to call you a dumbass? Like, that's the thing. Can you imagine what actually must have transpired for Mark Rick to be pushed that far? Like, yeah. heard. I mean, this is the dude who gave the choke sign to Chaz Henry before Chaz Henry kicked the winning field goal in the 2010 Florida-Georgia game. In a oh, really great else moment. It's not good at yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and God. I, I, hang on. I just This just fell into place for me because I forgot we were still talking about the same game. Todd Grant, the Manette Ogeron on the same field, huh? Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, I got money on it. Yeah, man. It, Todd, yeah, this is this is it. Louisville's defensive coordinator, in summary, he ain't bright. I'm willing to say that publicly. I'm like, I'll challenge him to Jeopardy, and he'll finish lower than Wolf Blitzer. Right? <laughs> Daily double. We're not even playing. Just do it. <laughs> he thinks a daily double is a raisin cream pie smashed into an oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> it's got protein. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, remember, kids. You know, hire from the NFL. Hire hire coaches the NFL experience because they're obviously brilliant, like Todd Grantham. Especially if they've coached for the Browns. Whoo, man! You do get to watch Lamar Jackson play quarterback here which i know about god but i believe in lamar jackson correct and i'm willing to say this too i think it's still going to be kind of a tough road to hoe for him uh lsu they they have their usual arrangement of swamp monsters out there and the closest team in terms of like sheer talent that they face this year houston and houston if you go back they they, they sack lamar jackson 11 times louisville's all it, line, kind of a mirage at times Either Houston or FSU. No, that'd be Houston. We're talking similar to LSU's talent. Mm, no, no, no. Houston was above Florida State. Just gonna put it in there. Okay, okay. This is yeah. a this is a Gator podcast. No, no. Seriously, <laughs> I've I've I have no reptile in this fight, and I saw this in person. Yeah, Ed Oliver's better and than anyone. You know how I hate agreeing with Spencer. Ed Oliver's a goddamn kaiju. He's he's a he's a magnificent human being. 
my if my sons watched him, they'd be better men for seeing him. He's yeah, absolutely amazing. So uh, LSU in this game also playing without Leonard Fournette. This was the source of some micro controversy where people attempted to say, "Oh well, he should he should play for his team." After literally, I don't know, bowing out of every other collective agreement in their lives, insisting that a stranger would do this. Was it uh, um, was it Ryan Anderson for Alabama who talked about this today? Am oh, I, I don't that? know. So uh, Jason will know if I'm getting that wrong, but it was an Alabama player who was asked about the topic of players missing bowl games, and he sort of gives this quizzical look to the reporter who asked this, and he's like, you know, not to be rude, but we're kind of in the playoff all the time, so it's not really an issue for us, which I think is the best answer to this of like, hey, are you mad that your team, your players are not showing up for bowl games? Maybe you should have made the playoff where they would have felt like it was worth it. <laughs> it's so simple. He also, he, he also referred to all other bowl games as the Birmingham Biscuit Bowl. That's right. And the uh, New Orleans Crawfish Bowl. Yeah. And it's kind of a Dr. Manhattan kind of answer. Like, to- <laughs> All you have to do is make the playoff. I don't understand why you don't just do that. Who? What? What team? What team doesn't do that every year, Dave? I mean, shit. I even Iowa almost did it. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> love. Growing up under Pat Summit's rule is why I feel like I get along with these people more than maybe I otherwise should because it's like, well, I don't really pay attention to the tournament until the Elite Eight because that's the baseline that's when yeah. that's yeah if, if you didn't make it that far were you and in very the tournament at all fact wondering in years whether they deserve it or not well what do you mean they're not a one seed well they lost you know 16 games well what do you mean they're not a one seed yeah that's with, with this game by the way when you're dealing with what i think is a team that's overmatched at the lines but has a superior quarterback and a team that has superior lines but uh yeah a running back this this will be a deeply unsatisfying game to watch like i don't think anyone's going to enjoy what happens in this game uh provided that i don't know they get to like 24 to 20 in the last like four minutes of the game but uh, otherwise this feels like a fairly even match with some serious discrepancies within that even matching right equaling kind of a frustrating game that you probably don't want to watch until someone bird dogs you right like go on twitter we'll, we'll tell you if something's interesting so you're saying it's like watching some a, a group of men eat four thousand wings at first you're like oh man this is something then by the end you're just like oh just please stop mm, but there might be some spectacular vomiting and uh fumbling of fumbling of the ball so to speak in the last two to three minutes greasy fingers <laughs>